the game. Uh, we cut it to seven um, and was excited about that. Um, then we gave up a touchdown drive. When you get a major penalty within a drive on defense, that's usually going to produce points. Um, and that was the case. Um, and it put them back up by 14 and, and the rest is academic. And so um, I'm appreciative of the efforts, um, but it's not mystical. Uh, we didn't do what was required to win tonight. We didn't take care of the ball. We didn't get get the ball from them enough in an environment like this and thus uh, the score. Had a couple of injuries. Joey Porter, Allen Robinson are in the concussion protocol. Uh, Pat Frymuth had an ankle, um, had limited availability there toward the end of the game. Questions? Pittsburgh Steeler Nation, Steel Curtain Network, Fans First Sports Network, Post-game press review, Coach Tomlin, hard-fought 31-17 loss to the Buffalo Bills, ending the 2023 season for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Sitting back with Tate Boy Fresh. Man, this was a rough one. This was a hard one, but it was hard-fought, and the Steelers gave great effort. Tate, as we get into the podcast, we just listened to Coach Tomlin's opening comments. Man, your thoughts concerning what Coach Tomlin had to say considering all things with the 31 to 17 loss to the Buffalo Bills. What's up, Big G? It's happening, Steeler Nation. Shout out to everybody out there. It was a good season. Uh, they finished strong. Looking forward to next year already. Regarding Coach Tomlin's comments at the uh, final post-game presser for the 2023 season, I think he said it all, man. I mean, you know, it came down to – you know, we turned the ball over hmm. a couple times, and they Buffalo scored points off those turnovers. You keep, like he said, you can't turn the ball over in an environment like that. You already got the crowd against you now. You, I mean, what he said was we we spotted them points. I mean, hmm. so b- before Blinkham and I was it going into the second quarter, early in the second quarter, up twenty-one zero. Facts. And then we eventually fight and claw our way back. I mean, nothing ever was ever really clean for us during the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was everything they did, the stops, the block field goal, you know, everything, the, the even the touchdown they scored, it was a, it was a grind. Mm-hmm. It was just one of them kind of games where we didn't just play clean. Mason played okay outside the one interception in the opponents in, in the red zone. So that took points off the board. And we gave them points. I mean, George Pickens' fumble was huge. Fox. You know what I mean? And then the, the interception in the end zone, Mason was trying to get into Deontay. And it was probably the right read. This is me talking, not Coach Tomlin. He just kind of he kind of threw it to the to the inside too much. He probably should have been trying to throw it at the at the at the front pylon. Mm. You know, my, my take on that. But yeah, then Josh Allen broke that big run right after that. And then that's when it's 21 to zero. Total facts, man. Um, hard fought effort. I agree with everything Coach Tomlin said. And you cannot lose the turnover battle on the road in a playoff game. And those two turnovers were critical because that turned into 14 points for the Buffalo Bills. And that's the difference in the score 31 17. Turned it over, Big G, and then getting any turnovers. Facts. Total facts. Tate, we had a couple of injuries. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. Allen Robertson in concussion protocol. Pat Fryer moved with an angle injury. He was limited late in the game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But we're going to move to Coach Tomlin's questions, man. 
It was short and sweet. He was direct with his answers. And I appreciated it as a coach and standing and sticking his chest out for his team. Coach Tomlin was asked initially with that second, with the second turnover and the 52-yard the run by Josh Allen, what happened or was that making or breaking the game? Your reaction to what Coach Tomlin stated concerning the 52-yard run by Josh Allen and those two critical turnovers. Well, regarding the Josh Allen run, I mean, it wasn't a surprise. He said we knew that they their quarterback had mobility. You know mm. what I mean? It just so happened he broke out and broke one. Mm. As far as the two turnovers, I mean, we kind of we kind of touched on that in the opening that you know you can't you can't you can't win games in an environment like that turning the ball over. I mean, I really think they did well getting back to was it what was it? 24-17? Yeah. 24-17. Yeah, 24-17. I think they did a great job getting back to that. And you kind of had a little sense of hope when they got there. Like, man, it's one score now. You know what I mean? Right. On Buffalo, Buffalo went down and scored. And I think that was uh, the call on Miles Jack. They did what they could. It wasn't pass interference. They said it was holding, which – Holding could make sense. Pass interference wouldn't have made sense because it wasn't a catchable ball. Total facts. So they, so they settled on holding for that one. And then Miles Jack got another penalty, uh, roughing the passer. You know, I think it was – I don't know. It could be about the fan in me rooting, saying, like, you know, it, it would have been hard for him to pull up. He didn't hit him hard. But mm. by, by the letter of the law, he hit him. That those penalties hurt us really bad on that drive. They scored that touchdown. And Joey Porter getting injured. And the offensive line from Buffalo just blocked Joey Porter in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a suspect call on Joey Porter Jr. I think a, a, a suspect no call. Yeah, suspect no call. Hey Tate, so he was asked um, why was Buffalo able to consistently stop the run game with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Or why did the Steelers struggle with the run game? Um, your reaction concerning what Coach Thomas stated, you know, concerning Buffalo's efforts to hold, I think both Najee and Jalen Warren was held under 50 yards apiece. Your reaction to what Coach Thomas stated? Well, it's, it's like he said. You just you just alluded to it. He said it. He contributes that to Buffalo's efforts. Mm -hmm. Buffalo did a good job of pressing the line of scrimmage and kind of making the run difficult made them have to pass the ball. They were trying to pass vertically with little success in the first half. So they were taking the short checks downs. They, he said it did get better in the second half as far as the, the vertical passing. They were able to uh, take advantage of some opportunities. Right. But, but yeah, Buffalo, he attributed it all to Buffalo. Buffalo just played really well. Absolutely. Tate, this is one of the keys that me and you pointed out on a couple of different podcasts during the week. The tight end game. You know, was the difference in the game, you know, in many aspects. And Coach Tomlin was asked directly concerning their difficulty with stopping the tight ends. Man, I just want to see, you know, did you agree with his reaction by stating what he stated? Or was it one of those things where we just didn't make the matchups or make the changes needed to stop Buffalo with the tight end passing game? Well, ever since uh, Quan Alexander's been hurt, we've been having matchup problems with the tight end the whole second half of the season. And that's what Coach Tomlin did say. Um, not about Quan Alexander, about the problem with the tight ends. Um, if you remember, 
the game we lost to the Patriots, Hunter Henry went off from the tight end position. Facts. We played Arizona. Trey McBride went off in the tight end position. Facts. I mean, it's really just been a matchup problem of the, the latter half of the year. I'm sure if I sat here and thought thought long enough, I could think about other tight ends that, that gave us problems. Even when Baltimore scored the touchdown, we played them the last time it was Isaiah Likely. Yep, facts. Another tight end. So the, the, the tight end kind of been hitting us over our head, man, the whole year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tate, there was a big loss prior to we knew about it going into the game. T.J. Watt not available to play due to injury suffered on the last game of the season with the Baltimore Ravens. Coach Talman was asked directly, did the Watt injury affect us? And I love this answer, direct, short, and sweet. But, Tate, let me get your reaction to Coach Talman being asked about T.J. Watt's availability for the Steelers in the playoffs. Well, he said he never really thought about being without TJ because, you know, it's just he's just something he didn't think about because they had they knew he wasn't playing, so they practiced the preparation was was made without him. He he was you know he didn't get injured in game. They knew he wasn't playing, so the game plan was built around TJ not playing. Absolutely, total facts. Tate, final question before I think the question answer of the year. Um, Coach Town was asked about Mason Rudolph and his play in the second half, um, and just overall in the game. Mason played serviceable, two touchdowns, one interception, a couple hundred yards. But your reaction concerning Coach Tomlin and what he thought of Mason Rudolph's play in the 31-17 loss to the Buffalo Bills? He thought Mason played well. He thought Mason played with the same level of confidence that he's been playing with, what he said was for the past month or so. Total facts. Which I feel like Mason did. I mean, it's just a – it's a tough, tough environment to play in, man. That that stadium, those fans, that team, it was tough. And Mason did throw a pick, but he also threw two TDs. Um, so yeah, so Coach Tomlin was pleased, like everyone, like with everyone else, with the efforts of Mason and him playing with the confidence he's been playing with for the past month. Absolutely. But let me ask you a question, Big G. Mm -hmm. Not press conference related, just in general. It's, is, is is Mason QB1 going into the next year, or do, or do they make a move? Let's be real quick as we get back to the press conference. I believe they totally make a move this offseason to solve the quarterback issue in Pittsburgh, um, all things considered, whether that's in the draft or free agency or trade. I think they make a move for quarterback one, without a shadow of a doubt. Okay, okay. So last question, and I think that was the answer of the year. In total, G status, and what I mean by G, he's the GOAT. One of the greatest coaches ever for the Pittsburgh Steelers. One of the reporters asked Coach Tomlin and couldn't even finish the question. Coach T, you have one year remaining at Tate Boy Fresh. I'll just get your reaction to what our coach, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and how he reacted and didn't even allow the reporter to finish the question. Well, it was more to me, it was more or less not about her finish the question. He when he heard where it was going, he didn't want to talk about it. So he just, you know. Dropped the mic and 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 exited stage right. I guess it was stage left from where he was at. Stage, exited stage, stage left. left. No words. Just I'm out. And uh, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, that's what he did. But I tell you what, I found interesting. If you watch the CBS broadcast, you know how the the, the commentators and announcers of the game talk to the coaches and players generally the night before. Mm. Romo and uh, Jim Nance was saying, yeah. 
Tomlin, they, they think he's going to – he sound like he's going to be back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know how Tomlin plays us in the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh media. You know what I mean? He 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 gives what he wants to give. You know what I mean? He, he, he never gives a whole bunch unless it's specifically related to the team, the game coming up, an injury, or something like that. He don't let you look inside everything else that's going on with the locker room or his thoughts or things like that. So – but from their discussion with him, it sounds like the plan is for him to come back. So I don't know. I mean, I hope he does. I'm actually, I'm actually already excited for next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coach Tomlin, every year for the last few years, has taken the offseason to sit and evaluate the team and evaluate his situation with his family. He discusses it with his wife and his children every year moving forward. So, hey, 17 years at the hell. We owe that to Coach T to give him an opportunity to evaluate whether or not he wants to continue on as a Pittsburgh Steeler coach. Tay Boy Fresh, we're to the end of the press conference. Man, we had one heck of a season. Year one, behind the steel curtain, listening to Coach Tomlin and interacting with Coach Tomlin at the post-game press review. Your recap on this year and what we got moving forward, Tay Boy Fresh. Man, it was it was a decent year. It wasn't a good year. I think if you had told anybody – at the beginning of the season, we'd have 10 wins in the toughest division in football and make the playoffs. I think we would have been pleased. Mm, I right. think things I think things as far as the season go, things kind of went off the rail when we uh lost that game to those games to uh Arizona and the and the Patriots. Mm. You know, the couple couple games in there we we could have probably won. We could have probably beat that second game against Cleveland, where we lost 13 to 10. And, and we probably uh could have played better against the Colts. We came out after those two losses to Arizona and uh, New England and just came out flat and got hit in the mouth. But then we kind of regrouped after that, showed that Pittsburgh Steeler character. I don't think Tomlin ever lost grip of the team, but the perception to the to the greater Pittsburgh fan public is that, you know, he he, he then, he then re, regained grip of the team, you know. So they finished well. I think on our podcast on Wednesday, uh, with with yourself, myself, or Big G, Tate, and our Triple OG homie, uh, Shannon White, we'll talk about needs going into 2024 for the Steelers. Early or early needs, knee jerk reaction needs is probably what we'll call that podcast, and we'll go from there. So check us out Wednesday night on YouTube at 8 p.m. and if you don't get to get to, to view it or, or, or tune in, in next day on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your audio podcast, the Pump Your Breaks podcast will be there Thursday morning for your listening. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you guys for listening in to me and Tate Boy Fresh on the Steel Curtain Network, Fans First Sports Network, Coach Tomlin post-game press review for the 2023 season. Check me and Tate Boy Fresh out Wednesdays on Pump Your Breaks, Fridays on the Homies Podcast and the Homies Overtime. Thanks again for listening in, and make sure you rock with us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. As we end every post-game press review conference, here we go, Steelers, here we go.